Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, a podcast series brought to you by the Port Authority of Jamaica, Herb Cement, and the Sajikor Foundation. Impacting Jamaica shines the spotlight on the many, but often ignored, positive happenings, activities, projects, and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate, and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by Grace Kennedy. Hello, and welcome to Impacting Jamaica. Today, I'm speaking with one of Amazon's youngest delivery service partners, Corey Gordon, owner and operator of the Staten Island-based Corto U, which services her home borough of Brooklyn, New York. While I let her explain exactly what that means, I can say, with the help of Amazon's existing infrastructure, Corey Gordon has landed herself a thriving and growing network which we're so happy to learn more about today. Let's get into it. Um, so, Corey, let's begin. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you very much for taking time out of your schedule to speak with me. And I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about your life in Jamaica. Yes, I, I had a wonderful childhood. I actually grew up in Boglock, St. Catherine, living on a family plot of land that had a number of residences for my extended family. So the house that I lived in was with my grandparents, but I would see my dad every day and my mom I would see a few times every week. Uh, My parents were very involved in my life, but I also had a lot of freedom to choose what I wanted to do to express myself. I didn't have to report into them because they trusted me. I was always very good in school. So there was never any distrust between my parents and I. I went to St. Dominic Preparatory School and then went to Yorktown Primary School before I went to Holy Childhood High School for Girls in Kingston. And then I did my undergraduate at Northern Kirby University. But my family and I have always been very close and we still are to this day. Um, So when you left the island, what was the vision that you had for yourself? I wanted to find my own niche in the world and and excel. I didn't have any specific plans about the kind of work that I wanted to do. I knew I didn't want to do accounting or auditing, (laughs) which was what I majored in in college. But after doing an internship at KPMG back home in Jamaica, I just realized that that job was not for me. I could not be so disconnected from people and not engaging with them in, in a close and intimate way. So I wanted to do something different. I didn't know what that was, was, was going to be, but because America is a place where you've got so many op- opportunities, more than what you could have imagined, I was open to wherever my life was going to go, but I knew I was going to be successful no matter what. So entrepreneurship, you know, is no joke, absolutely no joke. Why did you end up taking that route? Oh, I mean, entrepreneurship has always felt so familiar to me because of my parents' life choices. No, my dad, he, he's so relentless in his pursuit of success in, in his business. And my mom, she's so fearless, even in the face of like fluctuating rewards in business. So I've always seen entrepreneurship in my life. It, it's been so close to me. I wanted that kind of freedom and autonomy over my life. I just didn't know what kind of business I was going to get into. But it was never a distant thought it always felt like something I was always going to come back to because of what I had seen in my parents' lives. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, being a 
dis- what is it? Delivery service provider. Well, okay, partner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's kind of out there. I mean, for, you know, a Jamaican, I feel like it's a little bit out there, but not too far out there. What exactly is that? What, what about Amazon convinced you that would be your, your, your career? You're absolutely right that it is kind of out, out there. It's not the usual career path. And that's what I love so much about being in the U.S. is that I was able to take on lots of new opportunities and jobs that I would never have done if I were in Jamaica, just because there's this openness and freedom to try new things. So the Amazon Delivery Service Partner Program provides an opportunity for entrepreneurs to launch and grow their successful package delivery companies in partnership with Amazon. So there's this built-in customer demand and you have access to Amazon's technology and their operations infrastructure and a suite of other like support services. So when I was thinking about entrepreneurship for myself, I didn't want to do what my parents had to do, which was to acquire a new customer base and continually invest in sales and marketing strategies. I wanted a business that was kind of ready-made in terms of its customer base, where I didn't need to worry about the bottom line and profitability and investing in customer acquisition. So that was the first thing that attracted me to the program was that there was this built-in demand that no matter what you do, because of this closeness with the Amazon name, I would always have a customer base. So that was the first thing that attracted me. But when I thought about what they were looking for in terms of prior management experience and a passion for growing and investing in people, that aligned very closely with my skills, my expertise, and the training that I had garnered over the years. And it just felt like perfect alignment. And this was the right role for me. So you are technically a franchisee, is that it? Not a franchisee. No, my company is independently owned and operated. So I stand alone in terms of my, you know, the legality of my business. It's my LLC. I have a contract with Amazon where I am providing the service to them. So I'm a contractor to them. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you said the most fulfilling part of your job is being a job provider. And not many 28-year-olds can say that. (laughs) Um, How did you gain the confidence to lead what I assume is a pretty diverse group? Oh, it is so diverse. It's beautiful to see the differences in the faces, the experience, the background of all the people that we have on our team. And what really prepared me for this moment in my life where I've got my own company and I'm the leader that I am is my first job that I had in the States, and that was working at Nordstrom. So I was fresh out of college. You know, you read about management and you try to follow the textbooks and the textbooks tell you to be results oriented. They want you to focus on process and making sure that at the end of the day, the goals are met. There's not this kind of freedom or inclusion of compassion and empathy and caring for the people who are under your purview. And so for me, when I first started managing, I erred way too far to the side of management that was mostly focused on results. So early on in my career, I made a lot of mistakes. And it was not until I had a conversation with an employee of mine who was telling me that she needed me to be more feeling. So to display more compassion and care more about the details of their personal life so that we can develop a sort of trust that will allow the relationship to progress much farther and and faster than 
you could have ever planned. And in that conversation, I recognized that I hadn't been doing a lot of self-reflecting to figure out if I was the leader that I wanted to be. And so since then, I've pivoted to be this person who is absolutely results-focused and and process-driven, but also passionate about the people that I work with. And and I care a great deal about who they are as people. Oh, that sounds like a lot of work, though. (laughs) How do you (laughs) believe me? work and life? Oh, I, I find lots of time throughout my week to, to sit in silence with my thoughts and myself and just do the things that make me happy. And so for me, that's discovering new music, it's singing, it's sign language, it's creating really fun activities and gifts for my friends to show them how much I appreciate them. And I, whenever I spend time thinking about how I can show up in my friendships and how I can make my friends' lives more exciting... That really stimulates me, brings me joy, and rejuvenates me in a way that nothing else does. So where do you see yourself then in the next five or even beyond 10 years even? Well, with my company, Mm -hmm. Core to You, I plan that we're going to have a lot more routes than we have today. And so that just means being able to service more customers in, in more markets. I expect that the team that I have currently working with me will use this job as a way to help them achieve their goals. I expect that the leadership team that I currently have in place will continue to grow and flourish under my leadership. And so I'm looking forward to that happening in in the next, you know, like one to three year time frame. For myself personally, I'm hoping to bring additional services to the team to supplement the health insurance that they've got today. But that will be more geared towards cosmetic services that they could not get otherwise. So that's something that I'm hoping to bring to the team in, in like the next let's just say one to five years, but we're working on on that. Aside from Core to You, there are a few business opportunities that have come my way that I'm exploring right now to figure out time to launch. Okay, so how many people do you have under your employee right now? Right now, I've got 55 drivers Mm -hmm. and I have two support staff members. So one operations manager and a full-time human resources manager. And you know what, this is steady state for us. So this part of the business is the volume's lower. So we've got just about 55 drivers, like I said, but when it comes around to peak and holiday season, Mm. we hire over a hundred people. And so that's when it really gets hectic and you realize that, yeah, I need a full staff to help support this this massive venture. How has COVID affected the way that you have, that the way that you operate your business right now? Well, the great thing is we actually launched our company at the start of the pandemic. So my drivers, my team members, they know nothing else than how we've been operating throughout this pandemic. And, and that's wonderful because we started off being with this emphasis on safety and the health of our drivers that I'm, I don't know that we would have emphasized it as much if we weren't living in a COVID world. Like we can all think about how we were doing things prior to this pandemic. And there has definitely been a massive shift. So for us, starting this essential business in the middle of the pandemic, we were able to start off the right way by emphasizing you know, safety and sanitary ways of operating and making sure that we are mindful of how we present ourselves to the public, the the distance that we need to create between us and other people to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves. So for us, we've always operated at this 
kind of level and with this much detail. But apart from that, in terms of the business itself, COVID has has helped us a great deal. The volume has gone up. And so we're, we're busy out here every day delivering these packages to our customers because there's just a great demand for it. To close, what message would you like to leave for Jamaican youth? Entrepreneurship is overly glamorized and glorified. And there's not a lot of conversation about how grueling the work is. So for those young Jamaicans who are thinking about what to do next with their lives and they're open to entrepreneurship, I would say just make sure that this is something that you are absolutely passionate about. Because if you are someone who is constantly seeking validation and recognition from people and you need hand your hands held, like this is not going to be the right role for you. But if you are absolutely deeply connected with the purpose and you you want your life to be mission oriented and you are willing to take on this great responsibility of providing a service or a product to people, make sure that you are deeply connected to it. You are researched. You know when to collaborate. You understand your limitations. And so you therefore understand when you need to tap into other resources. So do all of that internal work before you decide what you want to move forward with, because this life of entrepreneurship, it's not as glamorous as it seems, but it's absolutely rewarding if you're in it for the right reasons. Mm. Uh, one last question. Um, how open would sure. you be to mentorship? How do you believe that a mentorship model works in something like um, with your job, with your position? Yes. I mean, both, I think, are absolutely crucial to to your success. I'm, I'm open to being a mentor for people. I am a mentor for many, and I, I have a lot of incredible business professionals that I turn to for, for support and advice. And so it's only right that you give back. The success of mentorship to me, though, is in transparency and your willingness to accept feedback and implement that feedback. So again, if you're not someone who appreciates objective, direct feedback, and you get your feelings hurt quite often and easily, then mentorship may not be for you. But on the other hand, it also could be beneficial to you because it could allow you to to make those changes in yourself where you will now be a lot more open to feedback. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of great mentors that I, I could not do much of what I've done if I did not have the support that I that I do. And I'm happy to be that for others, but it definitely takes a willingness to be open and to to act on the feedback that you get. Thank you so much, Corey. I know that we've got to let you go, but I'm so happy that you we could take this time to speak today. Impacting Jamaica was brought to you by the Port Authority of Jamaica, Harib Cement, and the Sajikor Foundation. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email at impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on SoundCloud, Google Podcast, Stitcher, or on Deezer. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com. Impacting Jamaica is powered by Grace Kennedy.